Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the table once again. Shannon and I are back, as always. We are your hosts. Hello. Hi there. There she is. And we have Nathan back. Welcome back, Nathan. Uh -huh. <laughs> Hi. Um, Nathan was on episode, like, four? Something? Maybe? Um, he, We had him for the video game episode, so he's back. We have a returning guest once again. Who isn't Noah? <laughs> Actually, have we had a returning guest besides Noah? I actually don't think we have. I don't think we have either. Put me down in the record books. Yeah. And Noah, like, uh, Noah's slowly becoming, like, third host at this point. Because he's always just like, do you need me on the podcast this week? I don't know, dude. <laughs> he started asking you now? Yeah. Because there was a few times where I'm like, hey, can you be, like, on call for the podcast if we need somebody? And he's like, sure. And now he just sometimes asks ahead of time. Amazing. I think he likes it. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. But he also listens to it, which is nice. Hello, Noah. Um, I'm going to piss you off in this episode. Um, Because I'm going to piss him off, or the reason I'm going to piss him off is because we're doing food debates today. So, a couple of them are pretty well-known, some a little less well-known. Um, just debating on random things related to food. Um, I have Nathan specifically because no one debates me like he does. Um, it's kind of the basis of our friendship for a few years. <laughs> Got anything to say about that? or? Nope. Nope, I'll let my debating do the talking. All right. Uh, we actually got type, basically typecast into a show as a divorcing couple, if that tells you anything about us. So, uh, any food updates or food-related stories from you this week, Shannon? Uh, nothing super exciting to report. Mm. Exciting. I made that um, creamy chicken noodle soup. It was amazing. Um, like the one that I used in the guess the recipe, so good. Oh yes, yeah, it was good. I it lasted all week. Um, I had like a cup every day at lunch. It was my way of eating my veggies. <laughs> That's what I love about soup. You make a batch and then it lasts you for so long. Mm -hmm. And you can say you're eating healthy because like it's fifty percent veg. A lot of veg. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, oh, spicy tuna crispy rice is amazing if you like fish. If you don't like raw fish, using shrimp is also very good. That's been my new like addiction food this week. There are plenty of recipes on TikTok. I'm not gonna repeat it because it's just like it's like five ingredients. If anyone cares, they can go find it. Um, but all right, I have. We'll start with the very classic one. So we're all going to kind of debate together, I think. Um, if one person doesn't, like, feel one way or the other, they can kind of sit in the middle. Um, but I feel like it's worth, like, arguing how we actually feel rather than, like, each picking a side and then arguing that. Because um, I think we'll argue more <laughs> if we go with our guts. We'll start with the famous one. I present to you, is a hot dog a sandwich? <sighs> that is the question. I've gone back and this in my own opinion of it. Mm -hmm. But I think at the moment we're going to go with no. Okay. Nathan. I'm going to have to go with yes, it is a sandwich. I'm agreeing with Nathan on this one. Sick. I see it's a sandwich. Uh, why do you think it's not a sandwich, Shannon? Well, okay. <laughs> I just feel like it's not... Everyone focuses on the bun, right? Because you can have a sandwich in a hot dog-like bun, and mm -hmm. it's just a sub. So, of course, that's still a sandwich. But for me, I want to talk about the hot dog itself. 
I just don't know if it qualifies as a sandwich meat. Like, I think it's its own thing. That's not the take I expected. Okay, but hear me out. You have bologna on a sandwich. Bologna and a hot dog are the same exact thing, just two different shapes. Yeah, one is shaped more for sandwich enjoyment. Oh, so the shape is the issue. That would be the bologna. The shape is the issue. Okay. Huh. So if you like, because you like ham salad, if you just shaped the ham salad into a tube, it would no longer be a sandwich filling? Well, it's not inherently a tube. Like, if I were to shape it into a tube on the bread, it would just squish when you start to eat it. Okay, so it has to be, like, a sausage. So you don't think any sausage? Yeah. Like, subs are sandwiches? No. Huh. I don't think so. Huh. Yeah, I mean... I I sit like I don't I don't find the shape of the bread particular because I think for me it's the bread like the filling whatever if you take the bread out it's a salad like or it's a meat salad um meat salad is I that think, what we're calling anything not in bread well, now? like a, like a chicken salad or a ham salad not like not like replace the lettuce with ham slices um. But, like, I think it's because the the vehicle is bread, right? I think if it, the vehicle is bread like mm -hmm. that, and it's specifically folded or, use the verb, sandwiched in bread, I think it's a sandwich, personally. I think if you put a shoe between pieces of bread, it's a sandwich. All right, so, my take. Say that one more time. Oh. Oh. That if you put a shoe between two pieces of bread, I think it's also a sandwich. I think it's just the the bread being the vehicle is what makes it a sandwich. Okay. Gotcha. You cut out for a second. Oh, sorry. What do you have, Nathan? Alright. So, my take on this whole thing <laughs> is if I can go down to a sub shop and I can get a sub sandwich, like, it is a sandwich... With chicken fingers, mozzarella sticks, and french fries in it. I don't think <laughs> the shape of what's inside is the issue at that point. Like, yes, we're agreeing it's supersized. But at the end of the day, a mozzarella stick is the same like shape and size as a hot dog, roughly. Mm -hmm. But is that... We're really stretching the definition of a sandwich. Who is out here putting mozzarella sticks... Ooh, you need in, to you need to reopen that, a that pizza would be a place fat menu. Chicken. Yeah, that would be a fat chicken. Really? Yeah, yep. they're putting nasty stuff in sandwiches lately. You can also get a uh, spicy fat chicken, which is buffalo <laughs> fingers, spicy fries, and I think it's still mozzarella sticks. Mm. Wendy's has like a a chicken parm burger, and they have like a fried mozzarella puck in there. That's fascinating. <laughs> I also like in the same like in the same argument, I think like an uncrustable is a sandwich. I don't care who says it's a ravioli, it's a sandwich. It's not pasta. <laughs> <laughs> I think a burger is a sandwich. I, th I think a lot of people think a burger is a sandwich, but I I for me it's not the shape of the bread. It's 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 the fact that it's carrying the the meal if if it were like a tortilla then it would be a burrito i don't care what's in it so that's where i sit and obviously like i know we're not going to get to any conclusion with these questions they're not supposed to have an answer um so i don't know at what point to like end a discussion um so like if anyone wants to stop me that's cool too um but i don't expect anyone to change opinions on this day i just expect to like piss some people off Yeah, let's back up for a second. Are hamburgers a sandwich? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Because that's, that... that's certainly more sandwich-like. But what... Like, I don't know. I just feel like hot dogs and hamburgers 
they're they've become so popular that they've sort of morphed into their own category. So is a peanut butter and jelly too popular to be a sandwich? Well, it doesn't have like other variations of it, you know? Like you can get a turkey burger or a buffalo wild burger. Like it's called burger in the name, it's not called sandwich. Or well, yes, but people also usually just say peanut butter and jelly. They normally don't say peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Mm. Okay, but people aren't out here saying hamburger sandwich. <laughs> I, I no, see your point with that one, Shannon. At what point does it become so common space that you're able to just drop like, oh yeah, by the way, I want the sandwich of it. Yeah, because you can't really drop burger usually. Um... Because, yeah, because, like, burger, because I think a burger refers to the actual meat inside. Like, if you were to remove the bread and the toppings and you just had the meat puck, that's still a burger. Um, And I, I think, mm -hmm. like, it's not labeled a sandwich. It's labeled by the filling of the sandwich because other than that, it's default. It's a sandwich to me. Like, I think, like, a burger is a subset of sandwich. And I think you just have, if that's something that's at that's a do definition you have then it's a sandwich but if you like like even like a sub if you say a sub isn't a sandwich then you won't think any sub is a sandwich but i think every burger is a sandwich yeah because exactly change... I, i'm with you on that line of reasoning oh, okay. okay cool because if you change the burger to chicken you'd call it a chicken sandwich all that changes is the animal yeah. you put in it and alternatively, if you asked for a turkey sandwich, you're going to get a different meal than if you were to ask for a turkey burger, which means it's a different thing. Ugh. At that point, it's just how they're delivering the turkey, though. So. Yeah, but I mean, I guess that's a good point. Is that like, it's, well, no, I mean the the function. It's still a sandwich. All right. If I can use Cassidy as an example, real quick. <laughs> When she makes her lunch for the week, she yeah. usually gets, like, deli meat turkey and cheese. So she <laughs> makes turkey sandwiches. She doesn't put it on white bread, though. She puts it on bulky rolls. So it's almost like a burger bun. Yeah, are you saying it's also a sandwich, or it's not a sandwich? I'm saying it's also a sandwich. Oh. I'm just trying to deliver that line of thought. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, yes, turkey, right. the deli meat, is different from... A turkey burger, but that's just how it's delivered. Yeah, I right. So it's the burger itself that's making it its own thing. I, I think that is a sandwich being defined by the shape of the meat within it. I still think every burger is a sandwich. Like the term burger okay. doesn't refer to the what it is as far as the shape of the meat that is within. But, yeah, we've gone off topic. Well, we've gone sort of off topic. Adjacent topic. Um, it's all about how you cut up the moo moo. <laughs> um, we have to do this one day with, like, a mediator and a winner. I think that would be kind of funny. But for this one, we'll say it was two said sandwich, one said not sandwich. And I think, mm -hmm. I don't think we're going to come to agreement there. But I'm glad we had a disagreement. This one, I'm very yeah. Passionate. I mean, I can I can certainly see the other side for that mm -hmm. one, but yeah, me too. And I think yeah. like a lot of people are really hung up on the shape of the bread that it's like attached on one side. And I get it, but I think that's a weird thing to pit, pick Taco. apart. Taco. <laughs> um. So that's another thing. I think a taco is defined by it being a taco shell. I don't think it's the shape of the thing. I think it's the thing itself. Yes, but what about soft-shell ta uh, tacos? Soft-shell taco is an open burrito. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Call it a wrap. I don't care if it's a wrap, it's a burrito. Um, okay. So are wraps and burritos also sandwiches, though? I don't think they are, because they're not bread. What do you it's, it's mean? A, it's a tortilla. <laughs> a tortilla is a type of bread. Tortilla is bread. No, it's a tortilla. Well, aren't tortillas corn-based? Some are. 
some are flour based, but it's not a yeast. It's okay. like not. It's unleavened. It's not a. I don't think it's a bread. <laughs> I love the silence that follows sometimes. <laughs> Either someone's thinking, I'm just like or trying to wrap my own brain around stupid. it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> find tortillas to be bread. I don't think it's a bread. I honestly, you don't even find them in the bread section anymore. Like in a grocery store, it's in a different aisle. Really? I don't get it. Yeah, I've got to double check that. I mine. In, if I go to Hannaford, it's by the deli meats. And if I go to Market Basket, it's like on an end cap that has nothing to do with the bread aisle. No, I think you're right, actually. Yeah. It's so frustrating because I'm like, I don't know where they are. And the, actually, you can find the low carb wraps um, by the bakery. And you can find the like corn tortillas with the Mexicans food, which I think is a great place for the corn tortillas, to be honest. But why are there three places? I just want to find some like Joseph's like low like wraps, you know. Give me mm. the flaxseed. And wraps. then you bring like vegetable sort of wraps into the mix. It's yeah, and those yeah. are in the bakery. There's gray area. Yeah. There. Okay, I'm gonna bring up the next one because I'm I'm very passionate about this one, and only because Noah disagrees with me on it, or he did at one point. I don't know if he does now, but is a cereal a soup? <laughs> I don't want it to be right. I hope someone disagrees with me. I'm going to say it is a soup. For the sake of argument, I'll say it's not. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. Yeah. I also want to say it's not, but it's because of the same logic as the hot dog, basically. Like, it's its own thing. It's not, we're not calling it a soup. Yeah, I also like. I will say I don't think everything needs to be subcategories of other things. I just think this one is. <laughs> so Nathan, why is it not a soup? Alright, so cereal. Yeah. I feel like when it comes to making soup, a lot of people only like really associate soup with like the broth that ends up with it. At least that's my mind. I don't think of the ingredients I put in. I think of the broth mainly that I get out of it. Yeah. I feel like, or especially when you're cooking it, while cooking it, I feel like the broth you put in affects the flavor of everything. Cereal, you know that flavor whether or not you're putting milk in it. Like, you're not changing that flavor. You're not, you're not even cooking it. Not to say you always have to cook a soup, but... Don't you always have to cook a soup? Because that's what I'm hung there, up on. There is cold soup. But even... There, like, okay, there is soup that like, is basically you just mix stuff and you serve it cold. So there's no boiling or simmering at all in the process? Um, Not that I know of, but let me even if you serve it cold to, to prove to see if I'm right here. We'll just we'll get the I, I could also be wrong because I, you know, don't make soups that often. <laughs> <laughs> 25 cold soups to beat the heat <laughs> um oh gazpacho wait don't you have to i thought you cooked uh like cucumber soup that's one you don't have to cook it's just blended is that even soup that sounds like a sad Excuse for a soup. <laughs> it's kind of like a smoothie, but... Yeah. It is. Let me see. Jump to recipe. Love that. Um, cucumbers, almond milk, garlic, basil, onions, lime, pink salt, water. Wow, it really is a smoothie. Hey, it's a soup. I don't, I don't know. This is the wrong debate. <laughs> cereal is a soup because it's it's a it's a it's a food. It's it's filling like suspended within a liquid. Um, I think the milk becomes a broth because what a broth is, is essentially like a liquid that a broth is like tea. Things have been stewing in it and it flavors the liquid. You ever had cocoa puffs? That milk is chocolate at the end of it. That's a broth. You eat it all together with a spoon. I think it's a soup. I don't think it necessarily has to be hot. 
And to those who say, oh, it's not broth, it's milk. You ever had a chowder? That's milk. All right. So let me go back to this then. <laughs> First off, don't you dare disrespect Chowder like that. He was a great show. Oh, shut up. Second off, <laughs> what about for the people that are like me that do not put milk in their cereal at all? Okay. Like, that changes me, everything right there. Let me correct my statement then, because that's a great point. Cereal, when prepared in a bowl, is soup. Cereal out of the box is a snack. I'm saying, like, cereal within the milk is a soup. Okay. That's yes. a great point. Because I think if you don't put it in the milk, it's just like saying a, a cucumber, or like a celery is a soup. It's, if you don't put it in the broth, it's not a soup. I'm going to call milk the broth for the sake of my argument. Fair. Can I start so... a uh, ad debate real quick? Or after <laughs> Shannon's point? Yeah, certainly. I just wanted to also... I. So it sounds like, Caitlin, you're defining anything that's a solid suspended in liquid as soup. Yeah. So, like, pickles in a pickle jar? Oh, uh, yeah. Is, is soup? Or, like, a root beer float? Because that's solid ice cream in a drink? Like, if you just, if you expand it to that, I feel like it gets far too wide. We gotta rein it in a little bit. Um, I will say... If you eat it with a spoon, if the traditional way to eat it with a spoon helps sort of being a soup. So, like, I wouldn't say root beer float is because, like, more often than not, you're drinking that with a straw. Um, to the, the pickles thing, that's a great question. I think what sits out for me with the cereal thing is that the cereal actually flavors the milk, which is what turns it into the, quote, broth for me. Whereas with a pickle... The the liquid is flavoring the solid. It's in the other direction. So I would say if the solid flavors the liquid, it makes a broth at the soup. So I won't say pickle jar. If you know what I mean. Okay. I'm I'm following your logic there. So I can I can I guess sort of define it that way. It's uh, yeah, you have a great point. <laughs> But yeah, I think this solid has to flavor the liquid and it has to be traditionally eaten with a spoon. Okay. I was trying to think of soups that I eat with a fork, but I don't know of any. <laughs> so there goes that counterpoint. I eat ramen noodles with a, a fork, but I also like drink the broth at the end. So I don't know if that really counts either. I mean, I also eat them with a fork. I don't drink the broth, but... Mm. Well, then it's not really a soup. It's just a pasta dish, isn't it? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't think that's soup. I mean, if that... you remove the broth, it becomes pasta. Could you call it a noodle soup, technically, though? I think you can call it a noodle soup yeah. if you leave the broth in it. Well, yeah, I leave the broth, but I just don't drink it at the end. Oh. Well, yeah, yeah, it's still a soup. Yeah, you, if what you eat does not deter, does not like delineate what it is. If I ate yeah. the peanut butter out of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, it's still a sandwich. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just chose to defile it, is what I did. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. That's one of those, like, I don't think anyone can convince me otherwise, but I'm wholly aware that it's a stupid argument. What was the side argument? Did we get that already? No. Okay, it, go ahead. It's completely related to the whole cereal thing, and I really hope you both agree with me. Okay. When you're pouring a bowl of cereal, All right. what do you put in first? Oh, Besides that's a great one. That should have been on my list. Do you want to go? First? Um, I mean, I feel like I have to opt out of this one because I can't remember the last time I've had cereal with milk. Oh, okay. That's fair. Yeah, I I don't really like milk, and I don't like them together. 
So I just have dry cereal whenever I want cereal. Um, I, I, first of all, I do both. But my answer to your question, the valid way to do it for me is cereal first. Thank you. Because then you can determine the accurate amount of milk and your cereal yep. isn't floating and you don't end up with a massive pound of cereal as your first bowl and it gets too soggy too fast. Um, however, I take cereal to work for lunches and I put the cereal in the bigger container and I put the milk in a separate container so I have to pour the milk into the cereal because if I do it the other way, it'll overflow. Um, I'm also, I have two small bowls usually when I eat cereal because I like it as as li least amount of sog as possible. I like it pretty crunchy, so I have two yep. smaller bowls. So obviously the second bowl is poured on top of milk because I'm not going to re-pour the milk on top. Yes, no, the only acceptable time to pour <laughs> the milk first, or to have the milk in the bowl first. Yeah. Yeah, I, even though I don't do it myself, I do agree it makes more sense to put the cereal first. But I will say, I did know someone who used to never know how much cereal they wanted, so they would put the milk first, like about how much they thought they wanted, and then pour in the cereal a little bit at a time. So that, for the same reason, so it wouldn't get too soggy. Yeah, I can... It's one of those things that, like, unless you have a good reason, it's stupid, I think, to put this, the milk first. But I think there's plenty of good reasons to do it the other way, as long as you have a reason. I think that's a fine reason. But if you pour yeah, if you're, one bowl... You're doing it willy-nilly, just to live life on the edge, like, you... <laughs> stop it. What are you trying to do here? Oh, I guess on the same note, because I think these are, like, a couple, like, quickies, like, these are pretty fun, too. Uh, how do you eat a Kit Kat? Do you break it, or do you just bite the, the whole thing? Honestly, it depends who I'm around. If I'm, <laughs> if I'm by myself, I'll break it, I'll eat it like a normal person. If I'm around other people and I really want to see them in agony, I will bite straight through it, like, sideways. Oh, so, okay, you do it to get a reaction. Yes, on your own, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> on your own, you're sane. <laughs> There's a couple rare times where I'll probably do a double bar, but that's about it. Okay. Yeah, so, fun little story for all of my life. You know, the commercials say have a break. Everyone breaks it. It's like the norm to do it. So I was breaking it for all of my life, practically. And then one day I was just like by myself. I was like, you know what? Why have I been doing this extra step? Just <laughs> like, because it's not like, and then I tried it biting down and I was like, this is also a fine experience. So now I just kind of do whichever one I'm in the mood for. I am also a convert. I was very much like, you have to break it. That's the point. They even yelled at Noah for it, like, years ago. But I don't mind biting it sideways now, especially if it's not a full bar. If it's a full bar, I'm more likely to break it, because it's not like I'm going to bite across the whole thing anyway. If it's, like, a, one of those, like, right. the snack, like, two-bar tiny ones, I'm not breaking that. I'm just going to yes. eat it like that. Plus, I'm usually, like, at work or somewhere where I don't really have a place to put it down. So if you leave it in the wrapper, you just peel it like a banana and then bite it, it's easier that way. Yep, I'm right with you. Yeah. So, to the because there are a lot of people who are very passionate about that one. You have to break it, and like I get it. I was believe me, I was one of you. But do yourselves a favor. In the comfort of your own home, no one's watching you. There's no Kit Kat God that's gonna shun you. Try it. And if you try don't like it. it, then that's fine. But try it. Nobody's no one's gonna watch you. It's all on your own. Expand your horizons and bite the Kit Kat the wrong way. However, don't bite it perpendicular to the stick. That's that's I'm, I'm passionate about. You bite it parallel to the sticks, like it's coming out of your mouth, like SpongeBob's teeth. You do not bite it the wide way. That's insane. Oh my god, have you guys seen? Have you guys seen one of the Kardashians? I forget which one. The way that she eats a Kit Kat. Wow. It takes her like 10 minutes to get through it because she bites like all of the chocolate off and then she'll go layer by layer. So, like, it's so intricate. And I'm like, why? I think that was cute. Why are we doing this? That's fucking wild. Yeah. 
I know. A Kit Kat, I think, has to be eaten full. However, yes. it is fun every now and then, just for fun. I don't do it all the time. I eat all the chocolate off of Three Musketeers, and then I have a nougat, like, crap log at the end. Really? Yeah, I don't think I've done it with Three Musketeers. It's super easy with the Three Musketeers, because it's not layered like a Kit Kat. It's just nougat and chocolate. And I would do it back when we did Cookies and Candy at SJ. Um, and it was just funny. And you have, like, a soft, like, nougat log at the end. This is not a norm. It's not a normal thing that I do. Weirdly, weirdly enough, I do the same thing with, um, McNuggets. Like, if they're, like, a loose batter, <laughs> I'll peel the batter off of them. Yeah, I used to do that with Colin. With nuggets? Yeah, I think it ruins the sanctity of a nugget, but it's kind of fun. <laughs> I haven't tried that. I'm not sure I will, but I'm happy for you both. <laughs> it's it, it's more like satisfying to peel it, really. Yeah, it only really works with McNuggets. Yeah, because McNuggets are greasy and gross and the batter doesn't stick to them. But, yeah, it's not, it doesn't improve the taste whatsoever. You Now you just have, like, soggy ground chicken. It is something I used to do as a kid. How do you guys open a banana? If you were well, while we're on the topic oh. of chicken nuggets. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> Keep going on chicken nuggets. Yeah, while we're on chicken nuggets, um, what fast food restaurant has the best chicken nuggets? Wendy's and it's not even close. Oh, I have a complicated answer. <laughs> Chick-fil-A. But if we're thinking like the main three with chicken nugs, it's Wendy's. I'd, I'd say Chick-fil-A counts. I'd consider them fast okay. food. Chick-fil-A is number one. Popeye's is number two. Wendy's is number three. But Chick-fil-A and Popeye's are like a little bit more expensive than fast food. So some people don't consider them. But they are fast food. So the actual Popeye's nuggets in my opinion suck. <laughs> I think the tenders are way better. The tenders are way better, but the nuggets on the grand, like, tiers of nuggets, I think are pretty good. What do you think, Shannon? Mm. Yeah, I think I would also say Wendy's. I don't know. I, I don't think Popeye's is in the running for me. For I don't think of them as, like, a nugget place. And I, I mean, I do like Chick-fil-A nuggets, but I feel like I always hype myself up so much for them because everyone's like, woohoo, they're the best. And then when I have them, I'm like, oh, they're just like pretty average. <laughs> I made chicken nuggets with Noah recently. And those are the best chicken nuggets I've ever had. Um, oh, yeah. Homemade. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, I have next level. the Joshua Weissman cooking book. Thank you, Noah, for my Christmas gift. We made his recipe, and he's the he's the chef on YouTube. Y'all can find him pretty easily. Um, and his are amazing. And we bought like Chick Fil A sauce just because I think Chick Fil A sauce is like a damn good condiment. Um, and it was so good. We had so much chicken that day. We did like four four chicken thighs worth, which is like a mountain of chicken. It's a lot of chicken, yeah. Mm -hmm. We had a salad with it to balance it out. <laughs> but they were really good. Also, um, Augusta's Chicken in Billerica, Mass, if you've never been there. Amazing nuggets. Not quite fast food, which is why I didn't say it, but they're really good, too. They're, like, my oh. favorite chicken, period, is Augusta's Chicken. Wild. I've never heard of that place. It's really good. We should go. Missy, I still say Chicken Pro up at the Merrimack Outlets is the best chicken Because you haven't period. tried Augustus Chicken. I don't know. I just don't believe all the hype. You don't... You you can't say you don't believe the hype if you've never been there. I don't believe the hype. It's... The only per the only hype is me. No, you're not the first person I've heard talk about it. Why? Why won't you try it? You can't not believe hype of something you didn't try. No, that's exactly what not believing in the hype is. Ugh. How can you not believe it? You have to try it. 
here's my debate. You have to try the goddamn chicken. <laughs> I've had the chicken you mentioned, and it's okay. But the Thanks. Gustus is so good. It's, oh, God, dude. Things I'm happy just thinking about it. I'm going to bring you some one day, and you're just going to have to try it. it. It's not It's not anything weird. It's not like they put anything weird on it. It's just well made. I wouldn't trick you. I, I want you to experience this amazing chicken with me. <laughs> I want you to be a part of it. Nothing, no. I'm just going to sit there and protest in silence. Yep. Goddamn. <laughs> I'm just going to bring it to him one day and be like, here, I brought you a nugget from unnamed restaurant. And you're going to freaking cool. fall in love. And I'm going to tell you that I was right. It's so good, dude. We'll, fi we'll find their food truck. They have that. It's called the cluck truck. I will find it. Last time I saw it was um, at like the Burlington Mall area. Oh, I didn't even know it went over there. I'm gonna. I, you can rent it. I'm gonna send it to your house. <laughs> Let's have it parked outside and wait until I order. <laughs> that would cost me so much money. <laughs> anyway, sorry. This is, this is a bit of a personal issue. <laughs> God, I've asked him to go there like nine times, and every time he's like, mm, "Chili's." <laughs> no. Yeah, believe me. All right. Real quick. I'm sorry. We were supposed to start with Shannon's. Shannon, I want you to say yours just to make sure it gets in before the end of the episode. What did you ask us before this started? Oh, absolutely. I'm so <laughs> excited. I've asked multiple people this, and I'm so excited to share it with you both. So what do you think would win in a sword fight? Okay. A cucumber or a baguette? Now, are they the weapons or the fighters? <laughs> just to be clear no, that, the weapon. That... so like instead of a sword you're getting one of those two things okay cause like Shannon would pull something like um I didn't say they were the swords like just being clear <laughs> that's a fair follow up question and are they in equally skilled hands I imagine we're only talking about the integrity of the food absolutely absolutely a cucumber no baguette all day what Let's, I'll imagine, just sit back for this Imagine one. you getting hit in the head with a baguette and then getting hit in the head with a cucumber. You're going down with the cucumber. It's a cucumber. All right, let me ask a quick follow-up as well. Okay. Are we talking like mm -hmm. sword fight, sword fight, or like fencing sword fight? Uh, Another good question. Are we I slashing think... or stabbing, I guess is really the point here. Yeah, yeah, we just trying I'm to trying poke to somebody, or are we actually going for the death? I mean, does that change the answer? I'll stick by my answer. I just need to know how hard I have to defend this. Okay, I'm imagining more like fencing, I think. Alright. Then I win! No! It's bread, it's gonna fold! No, have you ever, like, seen a good baguette? They're fucking solid. Like, they are a solid piece of bread. That's a solid baguette. Those things are solid. No, there's good baguettes out there that are, like, solid. They're okay. not stale. I'm gonna be real with you real quick. When's the last time you've picked up a cucumber? Uh, probably about the same last time I picked up a baguette. <laughs> oh, a hot minute. <laughs> it's been a hot minute. Okay, cucumbers are, like, especially, like, the longer ones, they're, they're dense. If I poked you with it, it's not going anywhere. If you poked me hard enough with the baguette, it's just gonna break in the middle. Baguettes yeah, are too long. Exactly. If you, it's, it's like a fencing-style match. You only have to poke. You don't have to actually do damage with it. Alright, well, if it's about doing damage, then neither one, really. I could fight oh, you yeah, with a pillow. Exactly. But if we're talking about would it last, if I, if we, like, okay, we have, we have we're like lightsaber dueling, and we crack in the middle, and we're, like, each pushing on each other, like, to try to push the other one over, right? That cucumber is breaking in Your half. Your bread as is folding you... in half. Absolutely not. God. If anything, it breaks in half, and then I get a dual-wield baguette. <laughs> That's you losing! Ever face, you if ever face the power of two baguettes? No. It's a double-power weapon at that point. 
I'll accept that. Wait, so I can just slice my cucumber into ninja stars and throw them at you? Sure, go ahead. But that's not a sword at that point. At least with a baguette, I can double wield it as swords. It's no, those are daggers. Swords. Those aren't swords. Close enough. Dual wielding swords, sword? not cutting them in half. You have knives. Alright, right. hear me out, though. Alright, my best point I'm about to make. What country is best known for baguettes? France. And what skill is the French most commonly known to have? Surrendering in wars. I was gonna say swordsmanship. <laughs> so by association, baguettes means swordsmanship, and Shut you cannot argue the that hell logic. Up. That's not an argument. No, that's a pretty good argument <laughs> no, right it's there. Not. What do you get with a cucumber? You throw it in vinegar, and then you get a uh, popular TV character from a show that nobody's cared about for the last five years. Was that a reference to Rick and Morty? That was a reference to Pickle Rick, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, just in I... cucumbers and a popular TV show all in one. Shannon, do you have an opinion here? Or are you just going to let us duke it out? Because if you don't have an opinion, that's a power move. <laughs> I... I think I lean a little bit more one way, but I, I am pretty in the middle. Because I've heard so many different variations and reasons for it now i'm like you know what honestly we what's, just have to test it out in real life argument for baguette that you've heard so a lot of people a lot of people the few people that i have discussed this with before um have talked about the length of the two mm -hmm. so even though a cucumber is maybe a little bit sturdier like you were saying caitlin mm -hmm. a baguette is typically longer so if you're talking about, like, fencing and trying to poke the other person, then those extra few inches are good leverage. Okay. I can see that argument. I disagree with it wholeheartedly. To think, if... Still, if I hit the bread and it gets and it breaks in the middle, doesn't matter how long the bread was. And actually, the longer it is, the weaker it is in the middle. That's true. No, and we'll go with a stale baguette. Nathan, the next time I see you, I will have a baguette and a cucumber, and we're going to duke it out, and I'm going to record it for TikTok. This is not fair. I get to choose the baguette I bring. Okay, you can bring it. That's fine. It has to be a baguette, though. If you bring it like a French loaf, I'm going to kill you. What's the difference? He's going to pick out a baguette that's three days stale. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing in the rules that says I can't. It better it's be in the bag so I can see the day it was baked. That's true. <laughs> That's We're going so funny. I, actually, I walk right up to the deli counter. Yo, let me get your freshest baguette. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I do. Since I thought of the question, I've been wanting to see it in action because yeah. I think I actually lean a little more cucumber. I think, okay. but I can see both sides so i'm like we just have to test it at this point yeah the next time y'all are coming over my house i'm going to go get a baguette and a and a cucumber and we're gonna fight i'll invest in this let's do it awesome um noah you i know you're listening you gotta tell me what your position is here if i haven't already asked you by the time you hear this i need to know um because if he disagrees with me, I'm fighting him first. <laughs> not with a not with a baguette or a cucumber, just fists. Um, I'm kidding. That's not, I'm kidding. I'm not threatening him. <laughs> Sorry, Nana. Um, this episode sponsored by domestic violence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, that's we're not going there. Sorry. <laughs> oh man, that's so messed up. I'm going back to food now. <laughs> All right. The quote-unquote sandwich, we're going to call it the thing, long piece of bread filled with toppings. Is it a hoagie? Is it a sub? Or is it a hero? That's all regional. I Agreed. I yeah. keep yeah. seeing this question, so I sub. had to ask. It's a sub, yeah. I'm I, fairly yeah. certain New York and uh, Connecticut is hoagie. 
think New York uses hero too, doesn't it? I think Upper New York does, like mm. closer to the Canadian border. Okay, I I was hoping you guys would say that because like I, I when I did research for this, I kept getting that question. I'm like, it's just where you live. It's not really a you're not going to debate your local friends on it. Um, right. We're all from the same area for the most part. I think there was only one person from New York, so most of our guests here all live in the same area. Um, yeah, it's like, do you call it a water fountain or a water bubbler? Well, if you come from a place that calls it a bubbler, you call it a bubbler. Actually, it's, really it's a bubbler. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we fully mentioned like what state we're from. Probably given enough hints. Because um, I think we we took it out of the first episode. Um, yeah. Because we were a bit I mean, too specific. Right. Um, I mean, we keep a loot. Do we have to name it? No, maybe I'll just leave it a mystery for any... Because, like, no one yet watches this who is strangers to us. But one day, someone will. And it won't be hard to figure out what state we live in. Um, I don't know if I like that. That's right, it's we're from Wyoming. Us. Yeah. Um, I don't think it'll... Eh. It's a lot of context clues, I guess. Um, yeah. Bubbla, really? I'm just I just played that again in my head and it sounded stupid. Um, yeah, welcome to my jokes. <laughs> um do you say cola or soda? Because I think we all say soda, right? Soda. I say soda, but I do know some people that would call it tonic. Oh, tonic, I didn't even think of that. Yes. A lot of people call it pop. But I don't know anyone who calls it pop. I I feel like it's an older generation thing that says tonic. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. I only hear it in context of like gin and tonic. If someone, usually someone older than me, is like ordering that as a drink, um, but other than that, I don't usually hear tonic. Wasn't well, that because they use tonic water? Probably. Like I know my grandmother used to call um tab soda tonic. Mm-hmm. Also, quick side tangent while we're talking about sodas. Do you guys know anything about Sierra Mist officially being out of business? Yes. And now I saw that. A new, they... It's called Starry? Or... Yep. I just, I don't so... know the story around it. I just saw the new can and I was like, what's this? So, I actually know a lot of that lore because it popped up on my lore. TikTok feed one day. Yeah. So, that is uh, Pepsi's, like... I want to say fourth or fifth rebrand of the lemon lime soda product purely due to poor sales. And they did change the recipe just a little bit. So to differentiate from what they used to have in it versus what it is now, they did a full rebrand over. Huh. Interesting. That's silly. <laughs> it's silly, but also, will I buy it maybe to try it? Yeah. I was on the verge of buying it just to try it the other day. Yeah. Yep. I have nothing. never cared for the Pepsi Lemon Lime, but nothing will beat Schweppes. No, it's Schweppes not is even a, Lemon Lime. It's a ginger ale, right? That's right. Yeah. Right. Nothing will beat Sprite. Bottom line, but Seven Up yeah. is a close second. I think it was I, always better than Sierra Mist. I've never had Seven Up to this day. I have nothing against it. I just don't know why I've never had it. Nathan's, like, resident soda expert, too. Wasn't there, like, one Pepsi one that had, like, a really weird flavor that came out recently? Like, Pepsi Galaxy or something? Something Star-related? Oh, there was, um, Starlight Coke and Dreamworld Coke. Yeah. Oh, what's that about? Um, so they're doing, like, a, um... I don't know how to explain it without looking at what it's supposed to be. They're trying to enhance, like, the sensory tastes of Coke. So the Starlight almost, it's weird. Both of them, a lot of people say it varies based on just how you taste it. Mm -hmm. um, like a lot of people said the Starlight one tasted like cotton candy. I disagree. And then the Dream World one just tasted awful. I didn't have a taste for it and I didn't want to take another sip to find out. <laughs> okay. Fair I tried the um the Pepsi Nitro recently. 
um, which is like Pepsi with nitrogen bubbles instead. And you're supposed to like pour it like a beer. So you pour it hard into a cup and you let it grow like a head. Um, I don't like it. it. Tastes like flat soda. <laughs> it doesn't taste smooth. It tastes flat. But has anyone tried the Pepsi coffee? Nope. Yeah. I don't think I like Pepsi or coffee enough to give that one a go. Wait, Pepsi also has a coffee now? Do they not? Am I confusing it with the Coke one? I think so. Oh, sorry. I think I know the Coke one then. Have you tried that? I have not. Uh, I'm not a straight coffee drinker. Like, mm -hmm. when I order a coffee, it becomes chocolate milk. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. I, I don't... I you, like, ever drank coffee. Very rarely now. Yeah. We got it in high school, like, here and there. But I always took the bus so I could never get a coffee, and every now and then Nathan would bring me one. Nice. Um, All fun and games till I forget Ty's straw and he dumps wait, his coffee on the where ground. The, where the hell was the closest coffee to you, uh, Duncan's to you? Uh, you know that one spot, like, down the street from the bowling alley? Oh, that's right. You go that way. That makes yep. sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I I'd go out of my way to come back toward the school. Right. Okay. So you went all the way down to the one by the mac and cheese place. I'm like that's so far. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> um. Yeah. Wow. I never thought about that then, because I guess I didn't really care then. But I also didn't know how to get anywhere then. Um. Yeah. Coke and coffee sounds gross. Because I would get it if it's, like, hyper-caffeinated Coke, but it's, like, Coke plus coffee. Yeah. I I'm not here for it. Yeah. I'll buy one just to try and get back to you on it. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm also, I'm a diet soda drinker, not because of any health thing. I know it all sucks for you. I'm aware. I just like diet. <laughs> I think it's a good taste. I mean, I'll debate on that, but I don't... Oh, do you you don't like diet? No, I always... I don't know. It just tastes off. Yeah, a lot of people think so. No. Like, as aspartame just is a weird taste for people. There's only two diet sodas I can even stand, and that's Diet Dr. Pepper and Diet Pepsi. Diet Dr. Pepper apparently is really close to regular Dr. Pepper, right? Oh, yes, I will die on that hill. <laughs> like, I... I don't notice a difference. I don't like Dr. Pepper. However, I like Amaretto in Coke, which is an almond-based alcohol. And apparently, according to Noah, who loves Dr. Pepper, it tastes just like Dr. Pepper. But I like that combo, but I don't like Dr. Pepper. I think because it's a little bit simpler of a flavor, just almond and Coke rather than like licorice and the 23 <laughs> other godforsaken flavors that are in there. I think that's why. But, because I think it tastes like chocolate. But, that's just me. Uh, almond flavored chocolate. Not not just Hershey's bar. Yeah. But, yeah, that are in cream soda. I think it tastes like a dessert. It tastes like caramel and cream soda. But, talking to two people who don't drink. So... <laughs> only two of my friends drink and Noah hardly ever in the other one a lot but always the same alcohol <laughs> uh, used to be Fireball I think right now it's root beer McGillicuddy's yes yes it is um, alright do we have time for maybe two more I got two good ones I think three maybe but we'll see how, how many Shannon did you have any you wanted to get out there um, from your list? Uh, no. Let's hear what you've got. Okay. So, one is, what do you eat mac and cheese with? A fork or a spoon? That's a oh, great question. Oh, that is question. a good question. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I'm going to have to pick just for the sake of argument because, like, genuinely, I do not care. Maybe I'll mediate this one, but I don't, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I always do a fork. Okay. Nathan, you got a pick on that one? 
Um, I feel like it depends on the consistency. Yeah. Like, I feel like when it's thicker, a fork might be easier to actually get into it. Whereas a little bit runnier, a spoon's easier to just scoop and go. Yeah. I will say, if to pick a thing, if I'm having, like, Velveeta mac and cheese, it's always a spoon. But simply because it's super wet and slippery. I mean, I know this isn't practical, but even if it is a wetter consistency, I'll just scoop with the fork. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of stabbing. Yeah, I don't stab. I think yeah, I'm... I don't usually stab. Unless yeah. it's really, really thick pasta. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that one, I guess, isn't really, like, a huge debate one, but it's an interesting question, nonetheless. Yeah. It um... definitely is, because I know, like, people have their preference, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know if it just sort of boils down to, like, I don't usually scoop up the extra liquidy cheese myself. Mm-hmm. Just because that's not my favorite <laughs> texture or flavor. Yeah. But I feel like people that enjoy that more will grab spoons so they can get more of it. Mm-hmm. I'm one who, like, I will mix consistently so that I get most of the cheese, but always with some of the noodle. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't know if the th- if the two of you do this, but I do. Do you put fries in a milkshake? Not a milkshake per se, but definitely a frosty. Okay, uh, for the sake of this, a frosty is like damn close to a milkshake. Uh, yeah. Recently, I've had to be in a certain mood for it, but it's never wrong to do it, in my opinion. Okay, I'm definitely, I put fries in a milkshake. Yeah, I don't go out of my way to do it. It's okay. I've tried it. I've had it. (laughs) Yeah, I, if I order fries, I don't always get a milkshake or a frosty. But if I order a frosty, I'm always ordering fries. Gotcha. That's kind of how that works for me. I'll have the fries without it, but if I'm going as far as to order a milkshake or a Frosty, I might as well enjoy some fries with it. It's an extra, what, two bucks? It's always a small fry because it's already, what is it, a thousand calories and just that, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, we I really can s- have... Sorry. Um, I was just saying I feel like I could have a standalone Frosty or milkshake and be content. Okay. So I guess that puts me in the other camp, that I don't really do it. Mm. I, I think I could too, but I think it is a, a lacking experience without the fries for me. So, oh. Weirdly enough, only in the winter do I do it. In the summer, if I'm hot, that <laughs> that milkshake, that frosty, that's all getting eaten. Like, that's yeah. pure. Pure. Uh, I also only do it in vanilla. I don't like it in chocolate or like the mint if you're getting like a shamrock shake. I only do it in vanilla. I agree. I think the chocolate adds too much flavor, like too much sweetness. I don't think salt and chocolate go together like salt and vanilla. Uh, In the right case, they do. I don't think that's a case that they do, though. Mm. Right. Yeah, I also, I don't like super salty caramel with chocolate either, so that might just be a general thing with me. Um, I like salted caramel as long as there's no chocolate in it. If it's, if there's chocolate, I like regular salted caramel. Like, less salt. Um, anyway, so I'm gonna, I saved this one for last because uh, I know there's disagreement here and this will be our last one. Pancakes versus waffles. And this is a this is a preference thing. It's not really a debate on like logic, but I pan- waffles gotta win, dude. So waffles. we have to slap a stack of them flapjacks. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am nice so stutter. unsatisfied by a pancake. Yeah, I okay. <laughs> I love them both. I'll start off with that. Uh, brings me back to my, my brunch days when I would get brunch significantly more often because <laughs> my college used to serve that on the weekends instead of doing like separate meals. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and they would always have pancakes. Sometimes they would have waffles, but you'd have to like make them yourself, and it was a big to do. So I appreciate pancakes, but I definitely get more excited when waffles are on the table. I just the thicker aspect of it is fun. It, the butter in the little slots and syrup in the slots, delightful. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see, perfect pancake. You butter up that pan, pour your batter in, you let that edge of the pancake start crisp on, crisping up a little bit. You don't go for that, like, really fluffy texture. You go for a little bit of a crispy edge there. When you flip that, cook both sides a little bit. As long as you have, like, that right butter-to-batter ratio, I personally don't put syrup or any extra butter and I still get a nice like buttery flavor to that you eat pancakes dry (laughs) no they're usually not dry they still have a lot of butter left on them after taking them out of the pan dry regarding the syrup oh yeah I'm not a huge syrup person what texture do you put butter or syrup on waffles Honestly, never had a waffle. (laughs) (laughs) What? You've never had a waffle? Nathan. I don't remember a time growing up where there was ever even a waffle maker in my home. We have to fight with cucumbers, and I need to make you a waffle. And get the chicken. And get the chicken. We'll have chicken waffles. (gasps) Chicken and waffles. (laughs) That's true. I mean, one point for pancakes side, waffles are a little bit more high maintenance, but I think that also adds to why I get more excited when we actually, like, put in the effort to make them. See, I mean, I must make waffles differently, because I don't think they're any more high maintenance. You just switch out a pan for a different cooking thing, and you add oil to the batter. Like, that's it. It's just, like, cleaning the pan. It's a little high maintenance. Yeah, fair enough. Man! I was going to say, well, gee, Nathan, you've described a really nice pancake, but they're still not better than the worst waffle, and then he hadn't had a waffle. How I can't debate this with you anymore. It's not fair. <laughs> nah, it's fine. <laughs> what a plot twist that was. Right. I, I really I'm didn't see that. Right. <laughs> I mean, Nathan is not the most, like, culinarily experienced person I know. No, uh, sir. But I did not expect... Um. The fact that you haven't had a waffle because we've talked about this before, we've had this argument or we well, a discussion. We didn't even fight it. That's why I didn't bother to ask you if you've had a waffle before. Yeah, <laughs> I have three waffle makers, dude. I love waffles. I have a round one, I have a square one, and I have a waffle stick one that Shannon gave me in like 2014, and I still have it. Um, mm-hmm. it's small and it's orange, and I love him. Um. <laughs> It's like one of those like baby cakes ones, so it's like itty bitty. Um, but waffle, they, it's just the crunch, really. It's the texture, like what, pancakes. Like no one, like I think we might have brought this up already. It was like a a few months ago. We were like talking about what to make for breakfast in the morning, and I always suggest like eggs, you know, breakfast sandwiches, pancakes, or waffles, whatever, whatever, and. We both were like, wow, we never really picked pancakes, huh? He's like, no. And then we both kind of went, I don't really like pancakes. I just thought I liked pancakes. And then we both agreed that we don't like pancakes and we've never made them since. (laughs) (laughs) We just, it was one of those things that like we thought we liked and then suddenly we realized we were avoiding them at all costs. Yeah. It's almost like the Kit Kat thing. Like you think you have to stick to the break and then suddenly like, yeah. Why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. Nathan, have you had French toast? No. Okay. That, I believe, way more. I've never been a huge breakfast person, so... No, yeah, I've never known you to be a breakfast person. I mean, you eat cereal as a snack, so... Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. My breakfast is a donut. <laughs> <laughs> What a crashing end to this podcast. Uh, that was fun. I mean, the debates weren't as hot as I thought they were going to be, but I think that's okay. Um, we all have remained friends on this day. Um, 
Nathan and I did not become the divorcing couple we once were. Um, <laughs> not that we or or acting couple, I guess. But um, but yeah, there's that. Do we have any closing thoughts? Besides, I need Nathan to try three things. One of them includes fighting me with a food. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess the remaining friends comment is to be determined by. Yeah, that's Those a good point. Yeah. If, if he wins with the piece of bread, I'm going to be so mad. We also have to we we really got to debate the logistics of that. Like what what includes winning? Like if you stab my arm, can I use the arm? Like you were going to play it like little kids? I don't know. Mm. I think yeah, it's, a lot it's of... about the weapons, not about what you hit me with, but mm. Well, no, cuz if we're going by fencing rules, it should just be like getting a touch and then you go first to how many? I guess, yeah, but isn't the the argument is in a sword fight? Yeah, yeah. I I honestly just expected like you fight until one of the weapons fails, like you just hit until failure. Hey, you hit somebody hard enough with anything, they'll pass out. Not not the person. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I slap somebody I, hard enough with fails. Not the, I no. slap somebody hard enough with a baguette. Not only does it break, but they're knocked out. I win. I'm not fighting you now. I'm going to fight Shannon or Noah. Jeez. He's going to kill me with a baguette. I would never. <laughs> you couldn't. I'd kill you with a cucumber, though. Um, kidding. Wow, I'm very violent today. I'm so sorry. Um, But that is our podcast. Thank you both for joining me, as always. Well, Shannon, Shen, you're always here. But thank you, Shannon, for joining us at I've screwed that up twice. Thank you, Nathan, for joining us. Got it. We got there. I'm very tired. Um, I'm very tired. <laughs> don't do me like this. Not at the end of this. Don't don't dad joke me. All right. Good night. <laughs> Goodbye. Follow us on Instagram, I guess. Like and subscribe. All that stuff. <laughs>